welcome to the Soul Pepper Solstice Audio Play Podcast, celebrating midwinter and all things seasonal, part of the CIBC Soul Pepper Family Festival. This audio podcast is an original tale called Winter Feast and is written by Soul Pepper Academy playwright Sina Galani. Featured in the cast, we'll hear members of the Soul Pepper Academy in a variety of roles, joined by special guests from the Soul Pepper Company. The Solstice series of audio plays is produced and directed by Soul Pepper's Warnham West Director of Audio Programs, Gregory J. Sinclair. Once upon a time in a land just a bit farther than far, far away, where night after night Shahrazad the storyteller would spin her tall tales, when animals and people still understood one another. There and then lived a kind little old woman with her kind little old husband in their little old cabin deep in the woods, ever so happy. Yes, dear. Have you seen my reading glasses? Must be in the cupboard. Why would they be in the cupboard? I knew they wouldn't be. Oh, here it is. I found it. Good. Dear? Yes, dear. I just wanted to say I'm so happy. Not as happy as I am. <laughs> 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 Indeed, they lived so very happy day after day. But on a day just like any, an unusually cold wind began to blow. Me, oh my! Why, this wind is unusually cold. Oh, it makes my t- t- teeth chatter. And with these tattered rags for clothes, our bones are sure to clatter or shatter, I suppose. I'm so cold. Worry yourself not, love. I'll go find some wood. On a night like this, a fire would be good. No, no, don't go. Or let me come with you. If you take too long, I'll fret and be worried. I can't control it. But your bad back. No, stay and keep yourself busy. I'll be back before you know it, said the old man as he shut the door behind him. Off to find some wood with hay and hoe. My God, this wind is so cold. Oh, hey ho. Hey ho. Hey ho. As soon as he left, the wind grew stronger. The moon went away. The sky became darker, and the snow began to fall. Oh, me, oh my. I should not have let him go, had I known the wind would grow. And snow? Oh, but oh well, he's gone. Worrying never helped anyone. Oh, I should keep myself busy. Oh, yes, I know. I'll make a warm, nice... Rice porridge. (laughs) When he gets home with wood, it'd be a nice welcome. A warm rice porridge would. But where is the... Oh, yes. And where did I put the... Ah, right here. Oh. Oh. 
all stole, if only it... Oh, there we go. I'll have to wash the rice and let it soak in the water now to put on the cover. Oh, <laughs> I almost forgot. Salt. The rice alone, it's too plain. I wish I had something to add to this porridge. It's too bad I've got nothing in storage. Oh, well, rice will have to do. Right as she was done with that chore, there came a knocking at the door. But who could this be? Has my husband found wood and returned already? Oh, me, oh, my! A nightingale in snow? How very unusual. My rose. My rose. The nightingale murmured. My. Oh, he is breathing so slow, and yet worse, his red beak has turned all yellow. I should bring in this fellow and nurse him till his feathers regain a healthy glow. So the little old woman brought the little bird in and tore a little piece from her cotton ape, and then near the warm stove tucked the nightingale in. Oh, no one could possibly brave this harsh weather. This must be my husband. But as she opened the door, she knew she was mistaken. For her neighbor, the French hen, was at the door, from the cold, shaken. Oh, salut, dear voisine. I was chasing some worms when the wind grew alarming. The snow came without warning. It covered my tracks. No matter how I tried, couldn't find my way back. It seemed to me as though dark shadows have crowded. I could see nothing, for the moon was clouded. To keep myself from fright, I followed the dim light and found myself at your cabin. So on your door, I began tapping. Mon cher, I need a place to survive this condition. Does your cabin have room for a small addition? Well, if it's not too much trouble, we, will you please make that arrangement? The what? Arrangement. Huh? Arrangement. Oh! Arrangement! Oui, arrangement. Oh, yes, but of course. Come in, come in. My husband has gone out and I'm left all alone. Hurry in, hurry in, or you'll freeze into stone. I'll pour us some nice porridge. Oh, merci. I am so relieved. Oh, how can I thank you? Well, I do have doozoof. I'm well past my chick-bearing prime, and to raise chicks these days, I don't have the time. The eggs, I insist you but accept them as repayment. No need to worry. Your company is plenty entertainment. Oh, please. Oh, please. I insist. Very well, then. Two eggs will go nicely with porridge. The old woman boiled some water to cook the eggs. Oh, here we go. Oh, you're still at the door? Come in, come in. Oh, no, is that a Rossignol? No, it's a nightingale. I I found the poor fellow outside. The fault is in his feather. Whatever he's wearing won't keep him warm, not in this weather. Chicken feather, on the other hand. So they both sat in and began to gossip. But before they could take from their porridge a hot sip, there came another knock. Look! But who could this be? It must be your husband returning home, mon ami. She opened the door again, but Madame Hen was mistaken, for there stood a milk cow, also from the cold, shaken. Move aside, 
and let me in immediately, please. It might seem like my leather will keep me from this weather, but this wind is no breeze. Help! My milk's about to freeze. Come in! Come in! Next to the stove you shall from this cold find some ease. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Why, Madam Hen, you're here too? Hello. Dearest cow, I am. Salut, salut. Well, how can I... Oh, just a moment, please. Your door frame is too narrow. It's hard to squeeze through. Move. Try a little harder. I'm sure you'll fit in. Wait, I'll help you. I most appreciate it. Huh? Oh, there we go. But our fire is small. Here, why don't you wrap yourself in my shawl? Your shawl is so soft. Is it made out of silk? Please help yourself to some milk. Why, thank you. What better than fresh milk to drink with rice porridge? So the old woman brought a big jar to milk the cow. But who's there? Do you mean Laura Signor? It's a nightingale. I found him in the snow. The fellow looks as if he's quite malnourished. He should have some milk. After all, milk is with good things flourished. Like vitamin A, vitamin B, calcium, vitamin D. Here we go. Thank you for all this milk. I'll ask Nightingale if he'd give your remedy a test, but for now, we better just let him rest. Right as they had all finally sat down, there came on the door yet another sound. It wasn't a knocking. It wasn't a tapping. This sound at the door played a rough scratching. Oh, how unusual. I'd better have a look. Hello? She gasped and reached for a club. For behind the cabin door, there stood a wolf cub. Please don't hurt me, for I mean you no harm. No cause for alarm. Although I'm a stranger, I bring you no danger. Oh no? Then do tell. Why are you here? A wolf would not come if not for a snack. Now don't you come near. Stay back. I've lost my mommy, and I've lost my wolf back. With this wind blowing, I can't trace their scent back. Please, please let me stay for the night. Promise, I promise I will not bite. Though the old woman did not buy that reply, she was too caring to ignore the cub's cry. You may stay, wolf cub, and you better behave. I might be kind-hearted, but don't you play the knave. I'll keep this club close so you won't misbehave. Come in. Oh, hello. The cow and hen sat tense, staring at the wolf in a heavy silence. The little wolf tried to sit close enough to the fire. <gasps> the nightingale. The wolf cub sat down and tucked in his tail so it would not bother the frail nightingale. My rose. My 
the snow on the wolf soon turned to a puddle. Cow and Madam Hen tightened their huddle. True, true. I myself recall a related incident where three little pigs were met with a horrid accident. One had a wooden house not unlike this cabin. How could the pig have known what would soon happen? His wooden house, you see, was blown down by a wind, along with the hair on his chinny-chin-chin. There was a wolf there too, now that I recollect, just like this little one insulting our intellect. Regard him sitting there, sinisterly huffing. The wind outside grows with his puffing. Coincidence? I think not. Buck, I think not. True, true. Now that you said that, I too will remember. It was mid-June. Or was it November? December? In my own neighborhood, a little girl named, what was it? Her name? Oh, yes! Little Red Riding Hood! Oh, poor Little Red Riding Hood! Oh, poor Little Red Riding Hood! Moo! The hen and the cow went on to fill in, reciting all stories with the wolf as a villain. Just for eating porridge, the wolf ate Goldilocks! A wolf, was it? Or a fox! After all this time, who can remember? But I am almost certain that Goldie met Papa Bear. They kept adding to their list of pros and cons. Buck, 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 buck. Moo, moo. So true, so true. The wolf cub just sat there quietly listening when a little tear at the corner of his eye began glistening. He thought, why from the others am I so different? Folks to my worries are so indifferent. But why can't I lay eggs to be with propriety? Why am I treated like dregs of society? Why, instead of milk, I produce anxiety? It's true that my kind has great notoriety. I know, but me? Would someone please tell how I might make amends so on this cold night I could find a few friends? How I wish my black coat was made of sheep's wool. I could gift everyone three bags full. Oh, why me, a lone wolf? Why me? Oh, why you? Oh, you, you. The hen and the cow both stopped their bickering. Instead of arguing, they started panicking. The dark clouds outside started trembling, scattering. The moon then came out, consolingly glimmering. But how can this be? Even the clouds are afraid of me, said the wolf softly. In hearing the wolf's cry, the old woman felt his pain. In her heart for him, she felt empathy. After all... All that the wolf wanted was a little charity. The old woman put down her club and was just about to hug the little cub. Then... What an unusual sound. To be expected, it is quite windy. For a moment, I thought it came from the chimney. It is from the chimney. The little old woman swept the chimney with a swoosh. The little old man slid down from it with a whoosh. 
is buried in snow. Finding my way back was quite a tough go. If it weren't for moonlight, I could never find the opening of the chimney in the snow outlined. Oh, but what do we have here? Who are your guests, dear? You must all stay here till the weather is good. We're quite lucky that I brought firewood, and lots of it, too. So the little old woman filled her husband in of how unusual her whole night had been. Once the little old man put the spare wood in storage, he happily sipped on his share of rice porridge. (laughs) Why, thanks, Madam Hen. These eggs are nutritious. A porridge, delicious. The milk is so fresh. Mmm, thank you. And lest I forget, too, I also must thank the little wolf, too. Thank me? I I had no eggs or milk to proffer. Why must you to me your gratitude offer? (laughs) Though your gift for this feast might not be pragmatic... Your role in the story was no less than magic. Had you not, in sorrow, let out a deep howl, the moon wouldn't come out from behind the clouds' cowl, and I would have been lost. But, but they, they said that... You shouldn't worry about cow or the hen. Oh, no. The battle to win is your conflict within. I see. Well, thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Well, I'm very glad that everyone's so thankful and happy. I, too, am grateful, really, so carefree. Look, no one at all seems to be worried that in this snow we'll be forever buried. Oh, yes, and not to mention the wind. At that very moment, the nightingale woke. Everyone worried that he might have a stroke. to listen to the tale of what had befallen the poor nightingale. For me there was a rose that I loved so dearly. Near her happiness I understood clearly. In my songs our love I'd praise sincerely. But one day my rose began to change queerly. It withered, it withered, was alive, but merely my rose, my rose. For her sake I took flight to remedy her plight. But soon after departure the breeze became sharper. The wind, the snow, so dark and nowhere to go. My rose, my rose, my rose. The nightingale's grief was so heartfelt that even the snow had started to melt. But before anyone had a chance to talk, 
On the cabin's door came a frantic knock. Oh, my. This noise is not auspicious. It must be the gin. Don't be superstitious. Wind it must have been. I'll have a look just to be certain. Oh, if it's the gin, our souls will be taken. Her husband was correct, the old woman agreed. For behind the cabin door was the wind indeed. Please pardon me. I don't mean to bother. But was Nightingale singing, or was it some other? For Nightingale, I carry a message from the rose. To deliver it fast, I've had no repose. Oh, is that why you've been speeding like a hurricane? Yes. Well, I suppose. I'm here, right here. For you, Nightingale, it's good news I bring. The rose will blossom again in spring, said the wind to the Nightingale to put him at ease. Then once again, blew away like a breeze. Why, dear narrator, you've been here all this time? Why won't you come in? You're welcome any time. Oh, yes. Please join our feast. You must, for some porridge at least. I would love to. That sounds swell. Just allow me to bid our listeners farewell. That was the tale of folks of this land. Our time together slipped away like sand. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you'll be glad to find more stories. Look for Shahrazad. Well, that's it. Farewell. Farewell. Wasn't that fun? Who would have thought that the cold could bring such glee? Gather round, folks. Let's take a selfie. Say egg. Say cheese. Ow, my back hurts a little. I had to answer so many knocks on our door. Well, thank heavens there are no more. Knock, knock. Another knocking? Who's there? The interrupting cow. Who? Woo! <laughs> 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 oh, that's good. That's comedy. You've just been listening to Winter Feast by Soul Pepper Academy playwright Sina Galani. We heard Gazelle Azerbad as the old woman, Marcel Stewart as the old man, Nicole Power as the French hen, Dan Musso as the baby wolf, Alice Snaden as the nightingale, and Christophe Desir as the milk cow. The narrator was Leah Cherniak. Winter Feast was directed, produced, and sound edited by Gregory J. Sinclair. The Soul Pepper Family Festival is made possible by CIBC. Thanks as well to the Government of Ontario. Soul Pepper audio programs are generously supported by Richard Warnham and Julia West through the Warnham West Soul Pepper Audio Project. Be sure to check out all the events and fun things to do at the Soul Pepper Family Festival. Visit soulpepper.ca family for schedules and all the details. I'm Mimi Warshaw.